In the night we arrived at the Kumano Kaida Shrine, Shinto Shrine. 850-year-old tree, thought Nobu. The tree he was referring to was near stone steps that climbed to a temple. Camphor tree, he thought. Camphor? What about the burning bark? I thought. We don't burn the bark. A moon lurked overhead. I was uneasy. I realize that I am totally dependent and must go along with all of this. The light of the moon allowed me to read a plaque. And I'll not say it further. I had no eyesight, yet saw better than I had ever seen. It was a felt sea, a sea felt. And it was getting better. I read it all at a glance. You have temple and a shrine here. I thought. That is not a good translation, thought Bimbo. Shinto has the shrine. Shinto is Japan's religion. Buddhists, they have the temple. Elements of both are here, thought Nobo, taking over. In Shinto, rocks, trees, blades of grass, a table, a chair, all have spirit. Japan invited Buddhism for its afterlife, thought Bimbo. Shinto has none. And as for afterlife, Randall Rusan, you are experiencing it. And there are other forms, and of course, the other death. The other death, I thought. Hush, thought Noble. Randall Rusan doesn't need to know about that. <laughs> We ascended the stone steps toward a hillside shrine. Tucked away from the rest of the world, we passed a fountain, wooden ladles, waterside. Hand washing, thought Bimbo. Purification. I have visited shrines, I thought. I have seen all this. You have? In Hiroshima. Yes, I have, I thought. I taught English. That's what I'm doing in Japan. English, thought Bimbo. Japan is learning English? For business, I thought, noting a possible knowledge gap. Smoke wafted at an incense burner at the top of the steps. Smoke also purifies the pilgrim, thought Bimbo. We bowed at a gate, or tori, they call it then entered a courtyard. 
twisted pines were overhead, and where their crowns met, the moon now entirely visible waited. There was an offering box with coins in it. The Saisen Bako. I knew Bako to mean box. Saisen must mean offering. In Hiroshima at the island shrine, where there were all the deer, people would place offerings in these boxes ever so gently. Money. This thing they called money back there. What we based most of our decisions on. It was a joke now. And me? I had kept mine in my pocket all my life. I had never spent a dime in Japan outside of what I needed to. There was the generosity of others. And what is happening to my savings now in the Bank of Japan? Oh, the lost potential. Life in the lost potential. Opportunity squandered. That's the sense you look back on life with. And regret nothing, they say? Well, tell that to the trees. A rope hung and there was a bell. The pilgrims of Hiroshima would grab this rope and ring the bell. They would grab the rope with both hands. It wards off evil spirits, thought Bimbo. You mean the dogs of death, I thought. But the comment bounced off him. Two-two-one sequence, thought Bimbo. Bow 90 degrees twice, clap twice, ring the bell, offer your prayer, then bow a final time. Are there evil spirits, I thought? Of course, thought Bimbo. But there was a feeling that came from Nobo. This was more territory that was not to be crossed. Not right now. I joined them in bowing, losing my sucking of direction that I realized I had been doing steadily. Nothing came of it. I didn't end up under someone's house, the temple, or shrine, I mean. You don't need to suck direction here, thought Nobo. I can relax, I thought. Of course, that is the idea. I had read a book on Japanese religion, Shinto, Way of the Spirit. Rocks and trees and grass have spirit. Humans are connected. The Japanese come from the sun, thought Bimbo. The first emperor, Jimmu, was from this region. He was grandson to solar goddess Amaterasu. Here we go, I thought, but to myself. And I was relieved to learn you could do that, that privacy existed. But this descending from the sun business, it had been at the table during my reception party in the gymnasium. The party that oddly seemed to be in the future. It's hard to describe, but all life was not past, but seemed up ahead. The chronicle of it was to come. Yes, this descending from the sun, I didn't buy it then, I don't buy it now. 
In fact, I tire of going along with it. I had traveled. I had been to university. Come on, from the sun? But I had to watch myself. I was dead. This was their world. That's what all this is about. Being dead in their world. This back business also bothered me. Do not tell me I am stuck in Japan for centuries. Because I am guessing back means back to life? Reincarnation? I mean, wouldn't it? Maybe I can get better at this sucking direction and suck it all the way over the Pacific. Cruise all up over Vancouver, tuck up over the Rockies and cross the prairies and make a break for Nova Scotia. If it's haunting you do, I'm not doing it here. Beyond the gate was a stone, a huge stone the size of a small house. What you would call a granite erratic in the woods of eastern Canada. These boulders you can find singly in amongst the trees there. They are leftovers from a retreating ice cap during the last ice age. They wait alone among the trees. I contemplated this one's dark, rough sides when a thought came from the stone. Advance no further, the rock thought. My response, privately, was, Are we harmful? In our ethereal? Our specter? Our phantasmagorical? State? We're composed of thought. What harm can we do? This is getting Wizard of Oz-ish. Bimbo thought. He thought in an aside. And you could do that. It was a fearful aside. The rock, he thought. To me. It has been still all this time. It has never addressed anyone. We don't know how to reply to this kami. Kami, I thought. Spirit. Nobu thought. But he thought to the rock. Rock-san, we are gatherers of human spirit, Nobo and Bimbo, escorting a spirit we found in the Kaeda Valley. He is not Japanese, thought the rock. Then there was silence. The rock sat still in the moonlight. And then it thought up. Marauders are afoot. The Zen Buddhists are not to be trusted. You know this. Shame on you. Shame on us? But I was getting it at last. The shrine is unstable. Fears for its leadership. Its being, perhaps. A takeover could occur and no heir was ready to take over the position of leader. Did I put this all together then? I certainly learned of it later. 
Do you see, though, how struggle continues on this side? What did one expect? To sit on a cloud all day, knit socks, play a harp? Struggle, struggle, nature. There's no other force. There, here, up ahead. We are braced for possible coups. We did not ask him to die in this region, thought Nobo. The dogs of death were sniffing the perimeter of the field we found him in. We could not abandon him. He would be lost forever. It is not the way of our shrine. The rock kind of cleared his throat. And then an archaic form of Japanese communication began. Or I'll understand it as such. The communication had an effeminate timbre, was filled with abstractions and tangents. I couldn't follow it exactly. Emperor Hirohito used an archaic Japanese like this when first he spoke to the people in his radio speech, accepting defeat at the hands of the Americans. The emperor's voice had trembled, did not in the least sound reassuring to me, though I wasn't privy to the words exactly. It was an old recording. And speaking of the Wizard of Oz, that's what the speech was like, appearing behind the curtain in the little round fidgety man who speaks into a cartoonish microphone. The rock did a type of, hmm, and then it thought, proceed. Oh, proceed now. No detaining me? Well, maybe he could. Maybe he can, really. This thing is getting ridiculous, and I want it out. Life's silliness had crossed over into death. It's mythology. And there was deathocracy, or deathocracy. That's what I'm witnessing, and watch me go. Be taken to the leader. But if so, let's go. Take me to this thousand-year-old Yuji Fujiwara kami spirit, soon to be released to laptops and cell phones, to a Japan overrun with Western English teachers, each with a salary of 200,000 yen a month for showing up to a classroom filled with pretty 20-year-old office girls. Then appear at night loud and drunk in public. Oh, listen to me. The bleak, cynical look. More residue from life, I'm afraid. And still, oddly as it sounds, life was up ahead. Yuji, is it? Ha! Huh. Ought to be a hoot meeting him, Yuji-san. But I give you the wrong impression. I console myself, thinking this cavalier way. Where was that pleasant feeling? That first feeling? What is this anxiety welling up? It was then a burst of community thought came. It overwhelmed me. 
I would have clapped my ears had I ears to clap. It descended from the surrounding pine trees, whose branches looked laden with dew in the moonlight. Like the shrieks of howler monkeys expecting rain, all the thought came. Thought, thoughts, thought, thoughts. Thoughts that did not hold back from thinking. Thinking accusatory, suspicious, hostile. Thought, thoughts, thought, thoughts. I was violating their space, I gathered. Spirits of the dead, I presumed. The alarm bells ringing at my presence. And just as quickly as it came, it settled down. There was a retreat, then silence finished the matter. This disruption I made was the same as what happened in the big high school that Monday morning. I told the owner I was leaving. What he promised me as a teacher was not the reality of what I was facing. My quitting of that job, word out before I left the office, down through the pretty secretary hall, no eye contact came. In the main building, I proceeded into the teacher's room, no looking up. No one looking in my direction, all busy suddenly. No Minnesota Joe, but that was good. I entered the hallway, look at me in lonesome scuffing slippers as passing staff look away from me. How did they know so soon? Were they wrapped together mentally? Two weeks to go, I had a goatee. I started a beard. I wanted to hide at lunch when faculty and students drop what they were doing to take up a mop or a broom to save on cleaners. I assigned the incinerator out back where bins waited for me. Toilet paper used, flushing a problem. Burn, 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 ashes, ashes, ashes. Down on my shirt, like rain. Ease the pitchfork in, listen for that sucking sound, poke flames. It doesn't burn, it doesn't burn, none of it. Then work it, work it. I was about to think these thoughts to those multitudinous, irreverent thoughts of the pine trees. To think it aloud when I received it, a plain thought, one that cut to the core. I smell milk, not from the limbs, but from the roots it came, the exposed surface roots near the temple columns. I was about to respond when an earthquake of thought came. You are foreigner, Yuji. Hey.